You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. Today we start a new book, the book of Ephesians. This letter that Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus uh, gives us plenty of instruction, plenty of instruction about the gospel, plenty of instruction about the responsibilities of Christians uh, living under uh, the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And so we get to look at it uh, together. And so for today, I want to look at verses 1 through 14 of chapter 1. And then I want to say a few words about God-centeredness versus man-centeredness when it comes to the gospel. So Paul writes this, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it, to the praise of his glory. Now there's a statement that's made three times in those 14 verses, to the praise of his glorious grace, or to the praise of his glory, verse 6, verse 12, and then verse 14, until we all acquire possession of it, to the praise of his glory. So this book starts talking about our salvation from the, from the perspective of God's glory, and this is the right way to think about our salvation. It starts in verse 3 with these words, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then Paul goes on to detail what God has done for us in Christ. So we praise the Father, we praise the Son. And then he shows what the Spirit does for us, serves as a guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. God's glory is at the center of the gospel. The amazing thing about the gospel is that God is shown off in the salvation of sinners. And the reason I want to highlight first and foremost before we jump into this book is the idea of man-centeredness is because our world today our, we, we can even our evangelical world we can make uh, the gospel uh, seem like it's all about us it, it's for us all the benefits are ours it, it saves us from something bad to something good and those things are true but it's not all about us we are not at the center of the gospel the glory of God is at the center of the gospel and so I want to read uh, a couple points from a post by the Nine Marks Ministry, ninemarks.org. They, they, they did a small blog post 
and it's just a little four-point four point blog post called, What is the Difference Between a Man-Centered Gospel and the True Gospel? And it says this, There are countless man-centered gospels on offer today. Such gospels say things like, God wants to make you rich and prosperous in this life. Or, God wants to heal you of every physical and emotional ailment. Or, God wants to provide for whatever needs you feel you have. But how do these man-centered gospels differ from the true biblical God-centered gospel? And that's a great question. And so here are the four, uh, the four points that this blog post contains. A man-centered gospel defines our lives in terms of what we need or want most. The biblical gospel, in comparison, the biblical gospel rightly recognizes that none of us fundamentally live to ourselves but to God. So a man-centered gospel defines our lives in terms of what we need or want most. The biblical gospel rightly recognizes that none of us fundamentally live to ourselves but to God. Number two, a man-centered gospel considers our needs and desires to be our most fundamental problems. Think about, think about gospel presentations that you've heard. Is that what the presentation is, is really offering? This idea that your needs and your deepest desires can be met first and foremost in Christ. If that sounds familiar to you, you've been hearing a man-centered gospel. Now, what's the opposite of that? They write this. The true gospel recognizes that to sin against God and face his wrath is the most fundamental problem imaginable. The biggest problem that we have in our life is not what we want or what our felt needs are. The biggest problem is that we've sinned against a holy God and we are in trouble. But you, you don't often hear gospel presentations with that emphasis. But that's the emphasis the Bible would have. That's the emphasis Christ had. Number three, a man-centered gospel is based on our desires, our wants, and our needs. The biblical gospel, in contrast, looks to the Bible to define our problems and God's solution. The sin-bearing death and life-giving resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's our solution. Number four. The true gospel puts God at the center of the message. That is so key, and that's how Ephesians 1 opens up. The true gospel puts God at the center of the message, and the center of our lives, and the center of the entire universe, because that's the truth. We live and die in a God-centered universe. So even as you think about your own salvation testimony, don't, don't give in to the temptation of putting yourself at the middle of that. This, when you give your testimony of salvation, it's all about God, what the Father has done in the Son, and how the Spirit seals that salvation for the final day of salvation, seals that inheritance. This, is, this gospel, the fact that we are Christians, is a reason to praise God, to the praise of His glory, as Paul would say. So I would encourage you, praise the Lord today for what He has done in your life that shows Him as glorious. Make Him the end of your praise not yourself. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.